Hello and welcome to Connect Points podcast and sermon archives. If you'd like to learn more about our church, please go online to our website at connectpointupc.com or follow us on our Facebook page. Thank you very much and I hope you enjoy this week's message. God bless. Amen. God's not done yet. There are those, I believe, that were maybe watching as what was unfolding the last few minutes was happening, feeling something maybe you've never felt before. I want to encourage you, don't leave this place without giving God a chance. Amen. Amen. Don't just be an observer. Let's participate in what God has for us. He is a God that is able to make something out of nothing. Something out of nothing. I want to talk about that for just a few minutes today. If you'll please forgive me, I'm dealing with a little bronchitis, so I may not be able to preach like I feel I want to preach, and I may break into a cough fit right in the middle of it. But God's going to help us. Amen? Amen. Amen. I, I want to talk about that a little bit today. Something out of nothing. Amen. I want to talk about what God wants to do in this moment. We've talked about the next three years. We've talked about vision. We've talked about things that are for tomorrow, but I want to talk about today for a minute. Jesus first interacts with those who would become his disciples on the shores of a lake called Gennesaret, also known as the Sea of Galilee. It is the largest freshwater uh, lake in Israel at 13 miles long and eight miles wide. It was the place then where people like these guys hung out. He did not come looking for saints, but sinners. He did not come looking for the pre-qualified. It was simple fishermen living their day-to-day lives that he was looking to interact with on this day. He is teaching a group of people as we get into Luke 5. And the group that he is teaching and speaking to on the shores of the Sea of Galilee gets larger. And the group begins to press in on him to the point that he does something very interesting. In Luke 5, 2 through 3, and saw two ships standing by the lake, but the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little. Somebody say a little that he would thrust out a little from the land, and he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Now, the Bible is letting us know clearly that these fishermen were done for the day, and they've caught nothing. They only want to clean their nets and go home. They just want to put this unfruitful, unprofitable, bad day behind them. But maybe tomorrow... Maybe tomorrow will be a better day. Maybe tomorrow they'll have some production. Maybe tomorrow they can turn around their situation. There's an old song that has a line in the song. It says, tomorrow, forget about tomorrow. Choose the Lord today. Tomorrow, who promised you tomorrow? Tomorrow might be too late. And you say, well, pastor, if you really believe that, then you wouldn't have just spent time today talking about a three-year building campaign. But our responsibility, and hear me clear, 
Our responsibility is to the gospel and to be witnesses first of the Lord Jesus Christ. The timetable is not within my power nor within our knowledge. And so I would recommend to all of us and myself included today that we live like this could be the last day. That we live like our soul might need to be accounted for today. That we plan like there's going to be three years from now. That we plan that there might be 50 years from now or 500. But we need to live this day as if this is the day we need to get ourselves right with the almighty God. That this might be the last opportunity to do what we need to do for our eternal soul. When Jesus showed up on that day to do something life-changing, it first required Simon to be willing to step back into the boat. He's out of the boat already. He's already washing his nets. He's done. Somebody say done. But Jesus requires him, first of all, to take the first small step of faith, and that's just to get back in the boat. At this point, it's not about fishing. At this point, it's not about miracles. At this point, it's just about whether or not uh, he believed that Jesus was worthy of getting back into the boat uh, and to thrust out a little uh, from the land. But soon after that, Jesus challenges Simon's faith even more in Luke 5 and 4. Now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, launch out into the deep. Oh yes, and I'm very aware that it's launch Sunday. Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a drop. It's decision time for Simon. Be done for the day and try again tomorrow. Go do, do again what had not worked all night long. These are his choices. Be done for the day and come back the next day and say, well, maybe something will change or get back in the boat and go do again what they had just spent all night trying to do and it had not produced anything. That doesn't sound like great choices. Oh, hallelujah. And Simon answering said unto him in verse 5, Master, we have toiled all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word I will let down the net. I pray that someone be a Simon in this place this morning. That you may have been toiling in a night season in your life. It may seem like you've lived in darkness for a very long time. Your flesh says today isn't the day. Nothing's going to change today. I'm going to go to bed with the same battles I woke up with today. I just need to pack it up and go back to the pain. And maybe, possibly, somehow, something is going to change tomorrow. Simon points out that his life, his work, his current approach has produced Nothing. Somebody say nothing. nothing. Amen. It's not that he just had a low catch that day. They caught 
nothing. It wasn't just that they didn't meet their quota that day. They caught nothing. He had nothing. And I feel in my spirit in this place this morning that somebody walked in here feeling like that, that nothing has changed and nothing is better and nothing gives me hope and nothing, amen, is putting food on the table or joy in my heart. It's just a bunch of nothing. I had the same nothing I had yesterday and I'll have the same nothing tomorrow. I feel in my spirit that somebody walked in this place today feeling that way but Simon looked at Jesus and said master that is a descriptive title of one who recognizes authority Simon looked at Jesus and said I don't know who you are and I don't know everything about you but I sense that there is something different about Jesus I sense that there might be a possibility that there might be something that's about to happen I know you don't know right now for sure that your life can be changed in the next few minutes, but I believe that your life can be changed in the next few minutes, and I know Jesus is here to do it. He's here to do it. You're not here by accident today. It wasn't just the way the calendar played out. It wasn't just because you felt like getting up today and going and seeing what the crazy Pentecostals were up to. You're here on purpose. God orchestrated it because he loves us that much because he wants to show you that he can make something out of nothing. He wants to show you that all the nothing you walked in here with, uh, amen, all that nothing can be left at an altar and you can walk out of here full of something special and something real and something true. <laughs> Nevertheless, Master, at thy word, I will let down the net. He sensed that Jesus had authority to make something out of nothing. Now, if a miracle is about to happen, it can happen anywhere, right? I mean, if we're going to talk about the miraculous, then miracles means that it can, anything can happen anytime, place, no matter the circumstance. Miracles don't need nature to agree. The fish didn't have to get on board. Right? Why couldn't Simon just let down his net right there? If it's going to be a miracle. I mean, if it's going to be a miracle, why do we have to let down the net at all? I mean, if it's going to be a miracle, why don't the fish just jump out of the water onto the shore? Right? Simon needed to understand something that we need to understand. Because the miracle was not about the fish. It's not about the fish. It was about Simon's willingness to launch out in faith. It was about Simon's willingness to try something that Jesus was compelling him to try. To follow something that was inside of him that was saying, you need to, you need to try this Jesus. You need to give him a shot. You need to pay attention to him. There was something inside of him that was pulling him in that direction. When it was all over, the fishermen would leave their fish altogether, right? 
For those that know the whole story, when it was all done, they walk away from the fishing business altogether. They leave their boats and their nets and all of it to follow Jesus because what was happening in this moment was not about the fish. It was about whether or not they were willing to trust Jesus enough to launch out in faith, to try something maybe they never tried before, or maybe give something a chance they hadn't tried in a long time. Oh, hallelujah. Someone came today needing a miracle. You walked in this place needing a miracle, but you want it to make sense. That's not how miracles work. If you could do it, you would have. If I could do it for you, I would have already done it. You understand what I'm saying? If you could fix your problem or solve your situation or break out of your prison, you would have already done it. Miracles are a God thing. I can't explain it fully, but I can tell you what I've witnessed. Failure to launch will keep you stuck where you are forever. Failure to launch will give you a whole lot more of nothing. Failure to listen to what Jesus is saying and heed his loving advice will just keep you in the cycle that you've been in for years and maybe even your whole life. And you don't want it and you don't like it and you hate it at times and despise it and you wish that something would change. But if you fail to launch out, you're just going to be stuck in the same place that you've always been. But if you'll listen for the voice of Jesus in this place, today. If you'll open your heart even just a little bit, you're going to feel the tug of a loving Savior saying, I need you to launch out into the deep. I need you to trust me. I need you to know that I love you. I need you to know that I'm ready and willing to help you out of your situation. I'm ready to heal you. I'm able to deliver you. I've showed up today for the purpose of transforming your life. <laughs> Perhaps this is your first time feeling what you're feeling right now. Perhaps you're being pulled to pray before you leave this place today. I wish you would. Maybe you are finally ready to repent of some sinful behaviors, ready to make some life changes that will alter the direction of your life forever, and I wish we all would. This may be the day you decide to get baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins and have all your sins washed away and come up out of that water a new creature in Christ Jesus. Amen. Born again, hallelujah, of the water, and I wish you would or maybe today's the day that you seek the Holy Spirit to come and fill your life completely and be transformed and be empowered oh hallelujah to be victorious in this life today's the day somebody needs to seek your healing before you leave this house today today's the day for you to believe for deliverance from addiction and change the fall off in this sanctuary before you go back out that door today's the day to lay that broken heart and that wounded spirit into the hands of a loving Savior and say, Jesus, I'm ready to launch out into the deep. I'm ready to see you make something out of nothing. Hallelujah.
Oh, hallelujah. They caught a miraculous catch of fish that day. But so much more than that, they launched into their life's purpose. They became, started to become the people that God had created them to become. The reason why Jesus is still after you is because he has a plan and a purpose for your life that's beautiful. It's beautiful. And the reason he's still after you is because you've yet to see the beauty of what you can be and what God, amen, can do with you. And it is not his desire that we continue to go on day by day, week by week, year by year, living a life that's not a life, amen, living defeated and downtrodden. It is his desire that we see the life that he paid the price for on Calvary and we begin to step in to the purpose yeah it's launch Sunday for the building campaign but it's so much more than that it's so much more than that God is ready to make something out of nothing for every one of us that would in this place today would you stand with me please Now you have already witnessed the very first song of the service. You could feel the passion, the energy, the excitement. You've witnessed the vision. You've witnessed then as we went into prayer, you saw the free flow of the Spirit of the Lord in this place. You saw people willing to just step out from where they were and walk forward and throw their hands in the air or kneel, tears running down their faces. You're in a safe place today. I mean by that you're in a safe place to encounter the Lord Jesus Christ. You're in a safe place to have a conversation with the Almighty God about whatever it is that you may need His help with today. The front of this sanctuary is left open intentionally so that we can do what we've already done, so that we can step out and come forward. You say, well, preacher, why is it so important that I, why can't I just stay where I'm at? I'm not saying you can't. I am not limiting God to one part of this sanctuary. But sometimes Jesus says, launch out into the deep. Sometimes Jesus says, I need you to step out of your comfort zone. Sometimes Jesus says, I need you to leave your seat and walk up there and begin to pray. Nobody's going to make you do anything you don't want to do. Nobody's going to embarrass you, try to force you to do anything that you do not want to do. But you will encounter the Lord Jesus Christ when you start expressing some faith. And so I open those, God bless those that have already come. I open up everyone else that would come. Come quickly. If you're in the middle of a row, just say, excuse me. They'll let you by. Maybe invite your neighbor to come with you. Say, hey, do you want to go up together? You want to do this together? I want you to understand what's happening right now. This is the most important part of the service. Our singing and worship is wonderful. The preaching of the word 
It's all biblical. But the most important part of the service is our response to when God starts to pull on our hearts and he starts to challenge us. When you get up here, would you begin to pray? If you want to raise a hand or two, if you want to kneel, if you want to stand, whatever, but just begin to pray. Can we do that? Thank you for listening to our podcast this week. We hope you enjoyed this message. Remember, if you would like to find out more information about our church or to contact us, please go online at connectpointupc.com. And also don't forget to subscribe in your podcast app so you will be automatically notified of new episodes. Thank you and we hope you have a great week. Thank you.